What's up? I hope everybody's doing all right. Um, I just wanted to kind of come on here and give a preview. This next episode coming up that we just finished recording um, is probably my favorite episode yet. I sat down with a group of people I was very excited to meet with, talk with, and just really discuss everything that's happened over the last you know, week or so with the death of George Floyd. We talked about our thoughts on everything, how everybody felt, um, and... You know, talked about how hopefully how this can lead to change, which I'm optimistic about. And now we don't all agree on everything, as you'll see, which is completely fine. At the end of the day, we're still fighting for the same cause. So we completely support each other and back each other 100%. I thought it'd be a good idea to use what, I mean, small but still platform I do have to come on here and discuss this really just because I wanted to and felt like I kind of needed to so but before I get into that since this is my platform I kind of wanted to maybe hit a couple things that I didn't get to hit in our actual conversation one I want to say I appreciate everybody my friends everybody who's reached out during this time or that's just to talk to ask my thoughts on the matter to ask questions and I can go ahead and say you know my co-host Mike, I had a brief conversation with him the other day. Uh, Yaden, who's a friend of the show, he's been on before. I had a conversation with Yaden. I just got a text from another friend, Will. Feel free to continue reaching out. You know, people say one of the only ways to get through this or to, to solve this is to have these awkward conversations, which I kind of fundamentally agree with. I don't think at this point they're really awkward conversations. They're conversations that need to be had. They're educated and formal, uh, informational conversations that I don't mind having at all. So yeah, don't don't be afraid to hit my line at least. And I know a lot of the... Everybody in the episode, they pretty much echo the same. We've all been reached out to a lot. Don't be afraid to hit, hit any of us up. Because as bad as what it took to get to this point, I really am optimistic and kind of liking what I'm seeing in terms of for the future. Now, if that holds, like I mentioned in the episode, we'll see. Hopefully. Near the end, we kind of mentioned how you can help, how you can support, how you can, you know, do your part. Um, I'll try to maybe tweet out some links or retweet some links from the accounts if people are interested in donating, maybe. I know Liz put out a list of shows to watch. I'll probably go back and retweet that. But yeah, there's there's information everywhere at this point. It's honestly just kind of, and if you don't want to, that's fine, but if you do, it's on you to look into it yourself and do that research. So with all that being said, I hope y'all enjoy our conversation that we were able to have. I know I did. We all really did. Here it is.
what you're slipping up. Look what I'm whipping up. This is America. So, I'm joined by my brothers and sister, who I will go ahead and admit, I plan on having everybody in this chat on here at one point in time, but with the recent events that have taken place, I figure, you know what, why not get us all in here on once? So I'm excited about this. But uh, joined by Liz, Davis Frost, Jonah Thomas, Justice Hammond, and Tyler Cherry. We may get an appearance from my mom, Lloyd. We'll see what happens with that. Probably not. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? But um, to kind of, I'm not really going to have a bunch of questions, just kind of got a couple to spark the conversation. And I'll let you start, Liz, and then we can just kind of, everybody can either respond or pitch in what they want to say off of that. And, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, you've been hot the last few days, Liz. So why not? I've been hot my whole life. Let's not play. You want me to start, Liz? No, it's okay. Hit me with your best shot. So, What's my question? I mean, it's not new, really anything tricky. It's just something to kind of get it going. Like, what are your your thoughts on everything that's kind of taken place over the last what few is, days or hey, weeks? I got it. I got a question. Over. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Since hold on, hold on. the death or murder, murder of George Floyd, kind of what? Is, what have you thought about everything that's kind of occurred since then? Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised at all. I've been saying this is going to happen for a hot sec, low-key. Uh, yeah. I've just been waiting on this moment to happen for, like, a good three, four months. So really, since 2020 started, I've been like, something's about to pop off if it's sometime before the election. Like, I've been texting Jonah and Justice about this and having these conversations. So I'm, like, really not surprised that this happened because it has been happening for a long, periodically time. However, I am surprised at uh, white people responding. Um, I think it, we're really sitting in an interesting time right now with this pandemic and being in quarantine. I feel like everybody's on their phones and just using the media significantly more. Um, and so I think that's kind of had something to do with why this like got the attention that it did. Um, and also just like living in a digital age and everything being recorded. Yeah. But like, I felt like the revolution in on this place for a The Rapture Index, the rapturindex.com been looking scary for the past few months, so. Yes. But I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the Hey, we're gonna do let your window go. Yeah, it's hard to hear you, Ham. Oh, hold on. I was just saying, I'm a huge fan of the way, like, because, like, even some of the stuff Liz was talking about earlier when she was texting me, I was like, man, I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't know this, that, the third, bro. But, like, the way she, the way she putting it down, it's, it's easy for anybody to, whether you agree with it or not, which I don't know how you disagree with it, but whether you agree with it or not, it's, she makes it so easy to understand and for you to, because... Her point of view is so much different than all of ours automatically because she's a black woman yeah. in America. So oh, yeah. off is she, she catching it. So, and then, I, I, it's something about a black woman's intuition. It's just different. So, um, just, just the vibe she's pulling. Like, I, I'm, I'm down, and I've already told her whatever I got to do to be a part because... No, and like I, I, I think we've all been blind at one point or another, but I think that she's helping a lot of people open their eyes, including myself. So I'm very glad to see that 
I mean, and of course, I don't want to see people die, but how many people have had to die for us to get to this point? So, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's one of those things to me, and I hesitate to say this just because how it'll sound. Like, obviously... No, don't hesitate. Dave, speak your truth. No, bro. no, of course. Got to. But, like, obviously the extent of what it's taken for everything to happen in terms of uh, the police brutality, the constant oppression for all these years, just the, uh, the racism. Like, everything I've seen over, like, the last week since has kind of... It's been good to see. Like, obviously not what sparked it, what started it all. But everything I've seen since, I feel like this time has been, it's been different. Most of the time in the past when this is stuff like this has happened, and I think, what was it? It was 2014, I believe, when Ferguson and all that happened. And for the most part, this stuff has happened and it's been, there's been stuff that's happened, the rallies, the protests for three, four, five days, maybe. This one has picked up steam, and it doesn't seem like it's stopping anytime soon, which kind of gives gives me hope. Like, this time it's different. And, yeah, I mean, time will tell. We'll be able to see. Hopefully it is. But it's just, it feels like, they always say the thing that everybody says is, change happens when the people who aren't necessarily affected directly like white people non-african american people are hurting as much as the people who are like african american and i wouldn't say it's at that point i wouldn't say they actually understand as much as but it's getting there and that's what i'm excited to see kind of going forward that's what kind of gives me hope in all this like i said what it took the extent of everything it took the tragedies all of that is terrible it's awful but this time feels a lot different and that's what i'll say kind of about everything that's been going on, in my opinion. I see that. I mean, the reason why it's different this time is because, like, it goes back sort of to what Liz is saying, where we're in quarantine and everybody's on their phone. They're sitting, the white people, so the difference is white people are actually out there doing, like, out, there's, like, there was, there was always a few, you feel me, but there was never enough to, like, make something happy, you feel me? So now I, now there's more white people doing that but it's purely because they're in the house and they're literally on their phones and they're having to watch stuff and they're having to see people post stuff because other than that if it wasn't like that like in 2014 with Michael Brown they saw the police they saw all the rioting and stuff what they do they can change the channel they can go go leave the house they don't have to go they have stuff to distract them from that they don't have anything to distract them from it right now and I think the thing about it too is like now go ahead Liz yeah, I was saying that's also like thinking about like Ferguson. Um, this is like the one time where there's like rallies and protests and riots in like literally all 50 states, which I think is really interesting. I feel like we break kind of sort of broken out of like this microcosm of thought a little bit. Like people are expanding their horizons, I guess. And so it's just like reaching significantly more people. And then, yeah, like, if you look on Twitter right now, like, there's not any, like, memes or, like, stuff. It's just, like, literally this. But it's also, like, the same thing that happened with, like, the Lana Del Rey thing that happened in the Doja Cat tea. Like, literally, once something blows up on social media during this quarantine, that's literally all your timeline is full of because, like, everything's just, like, so consumable um, and just, like, 
overwhelming like you literally just can't escape it like all of our feeds are full of the same thing whether it's on either side of the conversation or not like people are all talking about the same stuff which is and honestly with this one too just call me it's so it was so blatant like anybody who watched or has watched the video can look at that and see that is utterly ridiculous like regardless of race background you could anyone who looks at that video is going to watch that hopefully if you don't something's wrong with you and get somewhat like offended like has is this really what's been happening and kind of if they weren't already woke i guess is the word to use but they can watch that and be like wow this is ridiculous and this has been going on for way too long and i also think that it wasn't even just like george floyd it's been like how, how they had so many things with like the man getting the woman calling the uh, man talking about oh he's threatening me in the park the little bird, bird watching man. yeah and then Cooper, oh, yeah. everybody know who she is tweet her at her spread it the fact that all these things happen back to back like in like literally four days like this boom 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 like you get accused that woman you saw the woman said she had tried to drown her autistic son and blamed it on two black men but then literally came back like she got had her son her son got rescued she came back and tried to drown him again and blamed on two black dudes like and it's all in within like four days like all this stuff in George Floyd happened and then all like the whole with uh What's that last? I don't even remember. Breonna Taylor. Amad. Yeah. Dude, so many. Yeah. Killed last night in Louisville. Yeah. The dude with the, with the at the barbecue, the barbecue place. Literally yeah. Literally fed cops for free. Yeah. And they gonna and they shot him. Cause they said they were returning fire. Like, who out there chilling? That shit crazy. Because all the other times they'll be like, they're all so spread out. You feel me? Yeah. Like the ones that actually get national news are spread out, but now it's like everything get national news because everything is national news because we're in quarantine. You feel me? So it's like boom, 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 and you get it. That's just that builds up. That builds up because all the other times you build up and then it goes away, like they were saying, and then it, it happens again. Like, like it's, it's, the, all the frustration and anger is gone away, and then it gets back, back built up. But it's like. You have all these going back to back to back to back. That anger just tips over, and then you get what we're getting right now. Yeah. Right now, we're in a very, you know, tumultuous time. The political climate is tense. You know, social climate is tense. People are worried about, you know, the government and their neighbors, and not to mention COVID. Which of all this, like, if it was not for COVID, you know, like, a lot of this wouldn't be getting the same attention that it's getting. But I mean, I yeah. first want to start by saying that. You know, I think burning, looting is one thing and protesting is another. I don't think that necessarily, you know, violence is the answer. Unfortunately, it's what's getting people noticed. But I don't think that violence, you know, fighting fire with fire is the answer. I'm going to put that first of all. Uh, second thing I want to say is, you know, it's this is a deeper problem that many people just don't understand. And many people want to speak on social media, about whatever it is they have to say, give their two cents. But a lot of the times, it's just people that don't understand. They're not educated. They don't understand what it's like to walk outside and have to prove yourself every time you interact with somebody. You know, when you go to school, no, don't go to the advanced class. You're black. You should probably, you know, go to the, the chill class with everyone else. No, don't apply to school. I don't think your scores are good enough. No, you can't get this job. No, 
are using a, a counterfeit $20 bill. You know, you should never have your $20 bill checked. I once had a $10 bill checked. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, really? When you get pulled over and the cop has his hand on the gun for the entire duration of the stop, some people will never understand that. And so the things they're posting are just uninformed, uneducated, and frankly, ignorant. So I'm a usually pretty quiet guy on these issues. I like to avoid confrontation, but these past few days, man, it's just things have, have gone to levels that I have not experienced before, and I just feel the need to express that to you guys right now because I'm usually very quiet. I don't post something. I don't say anything, but I had to say to you guys. I hate to hear that, bro. I really do. And that's... Tyler, like kind of what you were stemming that from that's really a dangerous thing i've seen a lot i see a lot of this too all over social media is people who i'm assuming which is a lot to do have the good intentions with some of these comments they're making but don't have the information the information and the thing about it is look action over intent like if you're trying if i'm i heard someone say the other day i'm sure a Hey, what? Someone flying a plane takes off every time, intending to land it. I drive my car. I don't intend to ever get in a wreck. Like intent. They just. You feel me? It's not gonna do everything for you. Actions at the end of the day, like. Bro, this is like the tip of the iceberg. Like this is like the Titanic, bro. Type shit, bro. They, that it's like you gotta. It's only the tip. They, they, they see in the tip. They're like, oh, if they seeing it, they're like, oh, it is something. But it's not as bad. But it's like you still you can look under that iceberg, and it's still it's stupid stuff that still that you don't still probably don't even understand. That's way deeper. Than precisely, precisely. And then, then you have like they see like they see the they see the tip of the iceberg, and they be like, oh, like this is this is what them seeing the tip of the iceberg, and they know it. Like you feel me? They see it like, oh, that's a bad. You don't need it. Like the iceberg is bad. The tip of the iceberg. You're trying to Titanic. You're trying to avoid that. You don't need that. But like they see right. it. You feel me? But at the same time, they don't see what's under it, the depth, and why everything is the way it is. You feel me? And these issues Once they realize that, these it's, issues a systemic, it's in the system. Precisely. Because, like I said, these things, they pervade because black people are systematically oppressed. And it's not, you know, it's not your next door neighbor who goes to college with your son, or your your friend who's the, you know, the manager, or the mayor of Birmingham who happens to be a black It's the people who have a bad circumstance that they can't get out of because they are oppressed and so they can't get to a good college and they can't get a good job and so that cycle continues it's vicious so don't tell me that oh black people need to work harder because there are plenty of black people that work hard in fact all the people in this group have worked hard graduated from high school in college so on and so forth so like don't tell me that black people are all thugs and all you work hard yes there are isolated drug dealers there are isolated you know absentee fathers there are isolated incidents of black people just not in all races too everything precisely exactly so it's like all at the end of the day i feel the my thing is at the end of the day we it's, it's all about the people that are out there right now where everybody's really fighting for is to be seen as equal or being be able to be on the same playing field i, I shouldn't be able like i shouldn't have to fear being a threat to somebody you feel me like, can I have the just like a threat, to, I feel you. I look, I may seem like a threat to you. That could cost me my life. Even. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's like, what's up, Liz? I feel like, and this is where I may differ from people, but and and not saying that I condone all of the violence going on, but I I feel like it's all very wanted. Actually, I probably do condone the donuts. 
but I think actually I know that America that as it exists today will never I don't think this America that we live in will ever be able to put people on the same playing field and that's why I am an advocate for the revolution because I think the entire American political system needs to be completely turned upside down and put on his head like I don't think reform is enough at this point I think revolution um is what we need and I think that's what we're seeing with all of like these really graphic images of violence going on I think in my head I I justify the looting and the fires and all this stuff because of how many black neighborhoods have just been burned to the ground at the hands of white people and gentrification and just 400 years of oppression that we've been talking about I think of the fact that the policing system in itself was created to keep slaves in check, to keep, like, to get runaway slaves. Like, I think of every single system that functions in the United States and correlated with the fact that they've all been created to keep black people down. And so we can't fix those systems. We have to absolutely disband them and destruct them and start from scratch. I, since I watched Game of Thrones, I've been on my Daenerys Targaryen game. <laughs> like, that's literally how I feel. And I personally would, like, I, I would be a martyr for that, for that revolution if that's what it takes. But, like, I don't think we're at a, a turning point. There's no turning point because when there's a turning point, there's a possibility to go back. And I think we have to just, like, start fresh. Um, and I think that's what's going on right now. I'm, I, I worry um, that if we say reform, then we'll be complacent with whatever good step we get next, even though it'll never completely fulfill what we need. So, like, thinking about, like, the public school system, right, and, like, the, like, Little Rock now for equal schools and then we got them but like we look at oak mountain and that was not like it's like it was what it was but still not what we needed to be and i think that the path keep going at it's better than what it was but not like we're just like history just keeps repeating itself yeah because fundamentally nothing has changed yeah. at all it's still White people. We're trying to. Just different forms. You're never going to be able to. You're never going to be able to change somebody's heart. You can change somebody's heart. Unless they don't have one anymore. We're fighting a situation that's much deeper than what people can see. It goes down to a spiritual level. And really, the only thing that's going to stop the only thing that's going to stop is Jesus. We're going to live this out unfortunately for many years but we can take steps like you said to make radical you know institutional radical revolutionary change and that's the best we can do because the other half of it is going to have jesus and jesus alone you're not going to change anybody's heart see but that's the thing and that's kind of what i was talking about on this call with highlands today right they were saying highlands is a christ-based church or whatever they teach christ yada 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 and when i asked them what they do for i literally said what do y'all do for diversity and inclusion at, at highlands and they said we teach the word of god and the bible teaches to, to love everyone but and i said and is that has that been enough and they said no we're realizing that we have to be intentional about the application 
of what the Bible says. And I think that's what people are missing. I think people have been relying on Jesus to fix everything and not doing the actual on the ground work that needs to be done. Um, and that's what I said to pass. That's what I said on the call today. I said at the at the movie series that Highlands does. Why has no one ever said let's play Thirteenth and let's have this conversation? Let's talk about this. Like no one wants to do the dirty work because this the Almighty is going to do everything for us, and that's just genuinely not the the case. Like we also have to do stuff. We Jesus alone can change people's hearts if they don't know their hearts need to be changed, right? Yeah. So, so like we have to start conversation, we have to get dirty, we have to get ugly, we have to make people uncomfortable because if not, then they're gonna continue to sit in their complacency and think that they're loving everybody and treating people equally unless you tell them that they're doing different and make it very obvious and very clear that what they're doing isn't enough. And that's what the riots are right now. That's what the revolution is right now. People saying, Hey, this genuinely is not enough do better so look you could say the same like like going to christianity christianity route the black there's black christians i'm i consider my i'm with the church i consider myself a christian all this stuff you feel me but at the same time black people for centuries have been praying to that so-called same god y'all praying to and we still getting shot in the streets and doing getting systematically like oppressed uh, yeah discriminate like feel me discriminated against feel me so it's like it has, it's more than just like sitting there praying for something because it's like prayer. Can, I was like, you pray, thoughts and prayers can only go so far in every, so far. In every situation. You feel me? So it's like, the way I see it is, you have to, it has to be people. And like, yeah, you can do all that, but you have to do something active because like God, God still gives you that free will and that choice to do stuff. That You feel me? So it's like, like you yeah. not doing something is a choice as well as you, uh, you doing something. So just you praying for somebody is not actually going to change the fact that police is out here killing them, black people at a way, but rate that's not even supposed to be yeah. considered. No, let's not let's not underestimate the power of prayer. I mean, I'm I'm a firm believer in the power of prayer. I mean, obviously, you have, to, you have to open your heart up to that change. You have to answer Jesus' call. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. But it's so it's so quick for people because like during the because I feel like a lot of the community that we're surrounded by has been on an apology tour since they realized Ooh, that people were for our nation. So, why are you going on this apology tour and you're offering all these prayers? What are you praying for? Are you praying that you realize that you were wrong when you were uh, putting creamer in your coffee and making us digestible for you? Or do you realize that you were the problem all along and how you taught your children to see us? That we were okay, we were we were good enough. Yeah. Like I was hey, to play football with, but your daughter could dig. Tell him, oh, dude. I had seen a tell tweet, him, bro. man. I had seen a, hey, I had seen a tweet. It was like, it was like a lot of y'all saying. It was like a lot of y'all need to realize that, that uh, like you that they didn't really like they didn't really like black people. They just like you. You feel me? Yeah, you, a lot of your friends didn't like yeah. black people. They just like you. I saw that. Yeah. That one hit a little close too. That one hit home a little bit. Yeah. That's what I said to old girl Amy Herman. I said, y'all 
y'all fooled with us because we were assimilated into your culture. But people really? didn't assimilate people who came to Oak Mountain Knife tenth grade who weren't already. <laughs> yeah, the folk that came in that movie. Hell no, yeah. At all. Only oh, yeah. Oh, you, you remember them two ends? They were going crazy, bro. I, oh, they used to be with PE all the time, bro. They were, they were, look, they were a whole different type. Like, no, nobody was ready for that type of shit, bro. I, but I was like, I knew my cousins, like, my cousins would be on that same, like, they they from the gun. Like, I knew, like, I, I know that mindset. Like, I seen both sides, you feel me? Yeah. Like, it's not really surprising to me. But shoot, when they came in there and they always, look, they get mad, they take off their shirt, be like, what's up? I was like, they were, look, they were getting serious in that bitch. No cap. And they were, everybody in that bitch spooked. <laughs> in that bitch.
my whole life I saw both sides. Like I would sit there, like I like I I vividly remember like my my cousins first came to my house. They were all surprised I had two stories, like two two stories. And so it's like, like at a young age, like I was like it made me realize like okay that's something different because it's like they literally living in flats in Montgomery. Like you know everybody know what Montgomery look like. You feel me? Yeah. So it's like. I'm doing all that so i've seen that both sides and so like that's how i see like i just feel like i'm i take that as a like being lucky but it also should be like a more normal than it should it shouldn't be like oh you're talking white it should be like everybody no matter what should have been as much as educated as we are and, and literally so to be able to know the difference between talking white and then talking with pronunciation and talking normal english that you just know how to talk you feel me yeah it shouldn't be like that big of a gap, but it is, and that's that's where I see it. That's another thing, man. Like the second people see me, they're like, "Oh, let me expect to see you know this kind of guy and hear this kind of thing." And the second I open my mouth, they're like, "Oh, I wasn't expecting you to be so well spoken." And it's like, exactly. come on, man. That's a fucking compliment, too. That's, pissing me that's the so, off, no, bro. that's so disrespectful. I mean, they be, bro, they be pissing me off with that shit, bro, because I'd be like, bro, what? Are you talk? You talk like the, you talk the same way I'm talking. Like, what do you mean? Like, I can like we can talk differently. Like, I can talk differently. You feel me? Yeah. Also, but it's like, but it's like I can sit here and like be like, yes, ma'am. How are you? How are you doing? Like, I do that at Lowe's every day. Like, how are you doing, ma'am? Do you need help with anything? Yes, ma'am. Blah, blah blah. You talk like I know how to talk. Like, you feel me? Unthreatening, I guess you could say <laughs> to them. <laughs> like. That's essentially what they're saying. It's like it's you're, you talk on threatening on the low. That's basically what they're saying. And I'll say this: in terms of like our peers and people around our age who maybe we went to school with, stuff like that. Now the parents, that's less. I understand that less because you've been, you've been grown for a while. You've been an adult for a while. The way you, you have no excuse. Years old, you feel me? Look, look, five or six years ago, you were still an adult. There's no excuse for you to be acting how you act. In terms of our kind of peers. I'm not going to hold something over somebody hold something over somebody that they may have said or did while they were what 15, 16, 17 years old in the bubble in as the long bubble. as they're actively trying to it seems like they're trying to make an effect to learn to educate whether that be reaching out just hearing just listening because I mean like the Ferguson thing that happened in 2014 we were what sophomores whatever however we were in high school i heard somebody mentioning the other day like people our age are now at the point where we're graduating either have graduated around graduating or about to graduate college the maturity level the amount of change hopefully the growth all of that that we've all seen yeah work keyword hopefully some people haven't so there are some people who it's like you can't excuse there's something they've done <laughs> but for the most hey, part, savage. let's leave the names out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I told you. Look, I add him in front of everybody. I don't care. I have no sympathy for his white ears anymore. I want him to cry. And you have the right. Like, if he's not gonna try to, if someone's not going to try to, I'm not gonna say him specifically because it's more than just it's multiple people. If someone's not gonna try to at least seem more in the know, more educated, more aware. Then yeah, continue to call them out. Continue to call them out in their bull, but hey, I mean, hey y'all like movies go out thirteen big dogs. Then you go like movies so much. But like Netflix. I like Netflix. My only problem is like he said he wanna go to the rally. That's cool. 
Some of that is just being misinformed and like, I mean, what? It is the problem. And you're not taking it. Yeah. I mean, the thing, anyway, I saw it on Twitter. Man, I saw a simple tweet. It was uh, the Kendrick Lamar song. Somebody said, what? The ignorant song, Ignorance is Bliss? Ignorance is Bliss? It was like, well, ignorance is definitely no longer bliss like, at all. You need to at least try to inform yourself on social issues, things going on. You're too ignorance, old for that. Ignorance is privilege, my boy. Honestly. Like... And he, he was talking about something. He was like, we had breakfast today. And he was like, um, he said something about, well, I don't think all cops are bad. And I said, bro, that's a privilege to even think that. Because you've never been tried by a cop when, when you got a white girl in the car with you. Or you, got a, or you got a person in the car with you. And the cop checking on them asking, oh, are you okay, ma'am? Is everything okay? A cop literally tried me and asked the female if I had kidnapped her from Talladega Speedway. Because we were in Dega during the races. And they thought because I was a black guy driving the truck that she was in danger. Hey, Justice, JT, Auburn, that one time. I know y'all know what I'm talking about. Oh, God, bro. A cop literally saw us. Wait, I was there. Yeah, I was about to say, I was was wondering if you were there, too. You were there. Not all black people are bad. Literally. Not all black black people are thugs. The fuck? That's my only argument. Saw some people, and me and Gabe gave a few girls some hugs, and a cop going once throw down, flash his lights, and Oh, well, you know, 
ain't no you know fuck you mean excuse my French but both that bro like we we sit here day by day week by week and experiencing oppression bro and people like well that happened no it's still mm-hmm. happening it's just you're not aware of it because we're not because we're not trained enough and we ain't getting whipped like you used to seeing in a movie and it make you feel comfortable then why do you think after every freaking Tyler Perry movie a white person laughs but after they watch 13 or after they watch 12 years of slavery anything like that they want to oh we're so sorry nigga you've been new it's history it's not black history it's American history but they don't teach that to us that's another issue they don't even look I was just telling them they don't teach no look they don't teach nothing Malcolm X or the Black Panthers or none of that because they don't want to say they they don't want you to know that that shit actually worked that they if you think back to fourth grade Alabama history Nothing. I know. It's Martin Luther King and Rosa. That's, That's it. it. Like they really don't teach you anything. And then also, mm. um, Alabama textbooks in comparison to textbooks in California and New York are completely different. Like the state of Alabama, states have the power over their education system to decide what they put in their books. Like it, they're different. They literally leave stuff out. They print pictures in co- in black and white to make us think that it was so much longer ago than it actually was. Like. The, also, also, the the teachers grew up in Alabama. That's all they know. So they're literally teaching from their lived experience, teaching us a Eurocentric education from their experience, not our experience. How many black teachers did we have? One, Miss Jackson in seventh grade, because that's all I remember, and I had two. And, and that day, my kindergarten, my kindergarten first grade teacher, she was black. Miss Patterson, OG, real. Uh, Miss Wilcox was black, but I mean, yeah, Miss Wilcox, she OG. I, I have a quick boss OG, Miss Jackson with OG. Miss Dr. LeBlanc for a little while, or what's her name? Mr. LeBlanc, whatever. Mr. LeBlanc, yeah, yeah man. I'm trying to think in all my years. I think it's like five or six. Probably about five, I four or five. One myself, like, that taught me, and that was Miss Jackson. There was a few at Inverness. There was a few, Miss, because it was Miss uh, it was Miss Patterson and Miss Brown. She was a third grade teacher, the black lady was Brown. Yeah. And then, and then, I'm trying to think, I don't even know that there was a I mean, listen, you say that happens when we were growing up in the school system. That happens as adults still, just a more modern version. Like, something that I find, the news, something that I find is both terrifying and great is the fact that a lot of this stuff, the ha- stuff we're having to see, the information we're getting, is coming through social media. Like, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, stuff like that. Because... A lot of the older generation can't see that. They're just seeing what they turn on the TV and see, and they can control that as well. They control exactly. what's put out there. That's so a lot of parents, to... older people, aren't seeing the same things that we were able to see, and that right there is it's good that social media is being used to do that, but it's dangerous at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And also just, like, the, who is the media controlled by all of these like media conglomerates like also I was thinking about the phenomenon of fake news and how like new that is yeah, um, it's literally came about because of Trump yeah and so it's literally having people like people have never really I feel like in I don't know I've tried to look this up a bit but people like before like this generation haven't really like questioned the news anything about the news they listen, that's why they sit there and listen to what they're saying now yeah and so like that's why people are just like literally confused because they just don't know it better i'm just like that doesn't make any sense 
at all. And also, I can't even start to talk about the algorithm and automation and filter bubbles on Facebook and all that good stuff. I just wrote a paper about it. Literally, actually, I didn't finish the paper because uh, Amy called me in the middle of me writing it. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we literally are just like they're the algorithm is making us all think the same because it's feeding us all the same information. It's scary. Facebook is literally making so much money off of us as experimental guinea pigs to see how persuasive we are. They literally did it with the 2016 election. Go watch the documentary on Netflix called The Great Hack. Go research Cambridge Analytica and see what they did to people. It's horrifying. Like, it's actually so scary. They literally are making consumers so vulnerable because they literally know we don't have, like, we don't know what's going on. Like, we don't know how any of it works. Yeah. Bro, that's why I've been, I've been, ain't never trust nothing. Like, I trust, I see some stuff, but, like, I'm doing my own research. You got to. You got to do your own research, man. I'm the type of person, like, if I say something, I'm going to, like, I'm not going to just say stuff to say stuff. You feel me? I ain't been, like, if I don't say something, I'm most likely to be right. This is my, that's just how, in my head, that's how I be thinking. Like, I don't want to say nothing wrong, so I go do my research, and then, like, once I know it, I know it. So, like, once I say it, like, I know what I'll be talking about. And that's the difference between you and a lot of these other people. They don't take the time to do their research because they've never had question anything they yeah. literally never have to question their existence or question their reality because their reality looks like everybody else's around them meanwhile here we are not being caused us to having to do our own like it's oh, god we're required to have a certain level of education and awareness just to make it like just to be right. out here we have to have a certain level of knowledge and that's why a lot of people just take right. something that's that sounds good Smarter than a lot of these folks up in these houses. Like, what? Look, the people, the folks in the streets really know how to date. That's one thing they know how to do. Regardless of what they're saying, they just don't use it the right way because they don't have that that exact knowledge. But most of these people in the streets that are doing that, these all these hustler people doing that stuff, they business people. They gonna get it how? Like, you feel me? They like, they they people that like they just don't know how to use it in the right way. These people, all these rappers and like all this stuff, these could be writers, poets, all these things. They just don't know how to express themselves and. Because if you think about it, what pisses me off is that people would like when people try to point out like, oh, you have there's like LeBron and Oprah and like all these top people, and I'm like, okay, but look how they got there. The only people that's getting anywhere is the people that are here to entertain you. You feel me? So like, don't even sit here and talk about this saying because like there's there's not there's not a lot of black people that are in the top in that one percent that owns more than ninety percent of the freaking other wealth in the country. You feel me? There's like, but if they are in there, they're an athlete or some or an entertainer, somebody here that you you accept because they entertain you and you pay money to see them. It's not because it's not because they're a lawyer or they they're a real estate agent and they're getting all this money and they doing like you you, know, you can't you barely you can't even get that opportunity for real. And then got the billionaires like Robert Smith, right? The guy who donated all that money to Morehouse to pay all those people tuition who still benefit from the capitalist system that puts all of his, like most of his people still at the bottom. Like- He does, but he does, but he's not doing it. From the tax benefits of paying off all those people's tuition. Like he still benefits from that oppresses everybody. But that's what I'm saying. That's what a lot of these people doing. Like that's what like, you feel me? All these athletes doing the same thing. People, the ones that aren't speaking, they just protecting their money. 
Yeah. Like that's why I for so long. But I like that's why I don't like Jordan. That's the difference between Jordan and LeBron that everybody always says. But my the way I feel about it, I kinda give Jordan some leeway is purely because he was the first to ever even get to that level. So he had to sit had to at some point sit sit like sit on his hands where he wouldn't even have got to the level to where LeBron LeBron and everybody could even get to that level to have that platform. So like, cause they don't have anything to lose. Hey, I don't know, they, man. They, Bill spoke, Kareem spoke. You go back. Um, Ali they, spoke. They weren't getting no money, bro. We talk about money. Wise. Not Jordan they, level, they, but they, like they were up there and they they spoke. They weren't getting no grub. They were they they had stopped playing before money even started. Jordan, when Jordan started playing, that's when money started getting, and he was literally sat there. And that's like that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying he she could have spoken out. He, there's plenty of times he could have spoke out, but I'm saying. He did that purely to get to his to get to the level to where he was at to where he can have some money. Yeah, but that, that's why he just now spoke out because now he doesn't have anything to lose. You feel me? He yeah. just said something about it. But like LeBron and all them, all the people that came after him that he set the stage for and allowed he he allowed them to come to that table. They know they don't have nothing to lose because they know the revenue and all that stuff. They they they, they realize that because they they're on our generation. They realize we're the people working, we're doing all that stuff. So we have our voice, so we have our say. But Jordan did, couldn't do that because he if he would have did that back then, you could it probably would not even they LeBron and all them wouldn't even be making the money they is right now if we be in one thousand. You feel me? Yeah. So that's the only leeway I give him to where he's sitting sitting on your hands stuff like that. But people still always need to speak out. I'll say this and kind of it's kind of the second thing I wanted to like kind of bring up or ask y'all about and it kind of goes off what you just said so I've seen a lot of and I hate to say white people because it's not it's not a white versus black thing it's everybody versus racism thing so I guess non-African American people like how would you say they can help what can they do what are some things they can do to help out I've heard a lot of that too. What would you say to that? Educate yourself. We talked about it earlier. Just read up on things. Like, be aware. We can't, like, we as, like, we as black people can only do so much. Like, we brought it to your attention. We've always tried to bring it to your attention, but we can't sit in your house and and be on your phone and be in your head and talking to you twenty four seven about trying to make trying to make you step in my shoes. You feel me? You have to go put yourself, do that yourself go educate yourself go watch movies there's plenty like you don't like reading go watch there's plenty of movies that talk about it if you don't like movies or you go like reading there's reading there's links there's plenty of things out there that you could do sign a petition anything if you don't need if that's that's signing a petition more than not doing anything you feel me like, so like do something then instead of just like it's because it's like at the end of the day these like they always say being neutral and silent is like compliance. It's like you're supporting the oppressor at that point because yeah. you're not you're being complacent and not doing anything. Silence about is it. violence. Silence is more exactly. violent than the yeah, that's and what all I see is Everybody, you gotta. I think certain people should remain silent unless they're educated. Only that's what I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. If you're silent because you don't know what what, what you're gonna say and how to say it, stay oh, silent. Then don't say anything. Yeah. Educate yourself first. But look, but that's 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 where we go to these social media posts. People that's posting the squares and they're not saying nothing under them, not doing nothing, no links, no nothing. They just posting a square for. A trend. Know, on top of that, like Black Tuesday was supposed to be a day where we didn't spend money in major stores. So you, no, that's July seventh, bro. 
Because of hey, July seventh, they said July seventh. What I see, July seventh, they say don't spend no money, no nothing. They said it's worth three trillion. We worth like three trillion or three billion dollars in the state. If nobody money, if nobody person be spending money, man, you, man, you know they be heated. <laughs> they would, bro, McDonald, everybody be in that mood struggling. All these, all these little fast food places they put in the hood. Ain't getting no money. That's another thing they be trying to be sneaking out, bro. And I mean, even Tyler saying off, going off what you uh. I did want to. I did want to say something about the yeah. I opened up a conversation on my Snapchat yesterday about uh, just asking people first when did they first like realize or notice racism around them or took what if it happened to them oh. and uh kindergarten and then what did, and when did they realize that it was wrong <laughs> i got so many people that that and the guy ain't gonna drop no names i told them i wasn't gonna do that but like folks was like hey um like i remember in like middle school and like Wait, these white people were responding oh yeah facts facts, facts. okay okay and I'm, I'm saying, this, I was saying, you said experience racism or like knew it was wrong. So I'm just saying, yeah, like, I mean, if you, but like, but I mean, a white person can like witness like, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was saying, like, they ain't finna experience the racism. Oh, white I, people I, can't I, experience I, racism. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, that's, so I was like, I was like, so, so when, when, did, when did you experience it? And then, so people were telling me about like how they they might have experienced it through uh, a T ball incident or how. They felt that there was bias shown against them towards another athlete that happened to be a different color than them. And I was so pulled back because that's weak as The fuck. person that was okay. talking about, I was like, I'm pretty sure that person was a better athlete than you, no cap. So, are, were you uh, like, what were you really upset about? And she's like, I wasn't upset. I just got a black person for you. And then somebody else had told me, uh, about like but and then again there are other good there are good stories where somebody told me like uh like when they was a kid somebody told them that they don't want to go play with their black friend so my homeboy said he whooped the old boy ass i'm not sure how super that is but i ain't gonna lie he's the type of person like if you if you get out of hand he'll up some shit so i i believe him. so i was like you know what the idea that like this is because I, I don't, I, I never, and I've never thought that people were born like this. But I do believe that people have, oh. like, the, the, the ignorance to ignore it is the same they're thing. They're taught to ignore it. They're yeah. taught to ignore it. They're blind they're to it, yeah. They're taught racism they taught to ignore it. You feel me? This is one of the two. Until they learn themselves that to not to ignore it, they, it's, they're either, they're taught to they're ignore it, they're taught to be racist, one or the other, for real, for real. But I my mean, first experience was right in kindergarten. Oh yeah, dead ass. Oh God, my my look, it was look, it was really. I remember this shit like it was yesterday. I swear to God, I was. It was in after school care. It was in after school care. You weren't even there. I was like one of the. Last about to say, I, was, I must not have been there. Dude, I'm telling you, this was like. I my my mom was late. You feel me? It's like late. It's like it closed at like six, so it's like five thirty so. And it's probably like maybe like ten kids in that mug. So I'm in the thing. So I'm not trying to hoop. You feel me? It was like a little basketball goal. Man, I go to this little white kid. I remember him. 
He had a little bowl, like little bowl cut, like long hair. I was like, I remember him. Coconut head with that. Basically. But his hair was like to his back, I remember. But it was like that. But it was like, so then I was like, hey, bro, you trying to, can I was like, can I play with you? Can I play with the ball or whatever? Type shit. He was like, no, I don't play with black people. I was like, I knew that. I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like okay. Start on your Start I went and look. I just went and looked. That's what I'm saying. I just went and told on his ass. I was like, this man just said I can't. I was like, this man, this dude said I can't play with him because I'm black. So then my mom finally got there. They had, we had that whole talk. My mom was just like sitting there talking to him. I was just sitting on the stage. I remember like yesterday. I was sitting on the stage. My mom over there talking to me. But then the little, little, then they had the little white boy come over there and apologize. Like he really meant that shit. I should have smacked his ass. <laughs> God, if I was really got it back then, I would have smacked his ass. <laughs> That was because that's what he really needed. But look, that's how that was the first time I really sat there. And then ever since, I, bro, I promise, I really been more woke. Like I really been on some like fucked up shit, bro. I really been seeing. I've been trying to see the deeper shit for like my whole life. I feel like, bro, because it's like I, like not even say my whole life. I would say more like junior senior year. About to say the end of high school for me, honestly. Year by year, bro. every year. I just started seeing stuff differently. You feel me? And then it was just like. I just started, I was, I just, that's when I really started to believe, like, you really can't sit here and trust, like, like, all these, like, I'm on my, I'm about to get on my conspiracy box real quick, but, like, you feel me, like, all these little, like, swine flu, Ebola, all this stuff, you, like, I feel like that is so BS, like, all this stuff, purely because, like, they, this, and look, this is, this is what, I'm gonna get hyped, because this shit is like, <laughs> bro, it was everywhere, it's literally everywhere, all, it was, it was everywhere, every day, blah, 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 then it just disappears, like, they literally just stopped talking about it, like, just stop, like, this COVID, they stopped talking about it, this, like, literally, real quiet, no more, real quiet, like, they don't even, they're not even saying nothing about no COVID or nothing, they're not even talking about it. That's what I'm saying. Like, they do that. They put out that stuff to put out so they go and pass these laws. They go and pass this stuff that's not so they don't have to show that stuff on the news. Actually, should report on the actual news that's going on in Congress and all these laws that are they're passing because they still going every day and going to that thing and passing laws every day and going and arguing every day. But don't nobody know about it because all they see is protesting and corona and back then Ebola, swine flu, all that stuff. And then next thing you know, when they, once it's passed and then all of a sudden, it's time to vote on it, and it's like, oh, you don't even know what the fuck you're voting on, and then you, it just happens, it passes, and then you just stuck. So let, me, let me take a page out of my book here. I don't know if all that's true, but I'm, I'm going to go educate myself before I comment on that. All right, everybody? No, look, I feel you. Yeah. There's another thing. There's, always, there's, been, there's always been one of those in an election year. Fact. There's always been like why like all these things like Y2K like it goes back far like in the early 90s that's all in the election year there's something that's like always happened you feel me like 2000 like Ebola 2008 like there's always been something during the year during that during a presidential election year bro that's my conspiracy shit though. <laughs> okay what were you saying a second ago about junior and senior year of high school junior and senior year what do you mean. Oh, I was saying kind of like the same thing JT said is that's kind of when he was saying that's when he kind of started like waking up on things and I'd say the same for myself. But what I was about to say off of what you said earlier and the whole a lot of people are like, oh, I haven't heard so and so speak. I haven't heard this, that the person say this. My view on that is kind of like you said, if you're not, I'm not going to get mad at someone for not speaking. 
as long as at the bare minimum you're seeing everything that's going on you're taking the information in you're learning you're educating yourself because like at the end of the day it's going to take change at the individual level to start with each okay. and every individual person Big so if but someone's I, hesitant now go ahead i will say this um and i, I love that way of thinking but um Nah, no, no pass. These white girls, they love, love, uh, I'm going to have to agree with him on this one. I'm going to need to hear that. Because look, at the end of the day, they don't like the black screen. If you didn't post before, if you didn't post nothing before that, before the black screen became a trend, I can't really vote with you because that's, that's a whole week later, my guy. Yeah. You feel me? Like those people I see just posted, like if anything, you post like, even if you don't know, go and look up go to a page and you see something or you see a post that you see on your timeline and you put it on your snap on your instagram story talking about saying something i take that as something more than you just not doing anything like they might not fully understand but like people saying i i, I don't understand but i stand with you type stuff I, i'd rather see that than like you sit there and like not be informed like because they don't they never gonna understand but they also it's not like that's not that's i'm not saying that's all they should do like that everybody should at, still go and educate themselves. At least do that. Work? At the bare minimum, educate my yourself. My problem with this right now is that I think white people are very scared of being called out by black people. And I think white people are very scared of black voices checking them because it makes us dominant. And I think that's why white people are using the excuse of, I don't know what to say to not say anything. I don't think they're scared of saying the wrong thing. I think they're scared of getting checked when they do say the wrong thing. I think white people are incapable, not all white people. I think some of the white people we grew up with are incapable of changing their thought process when they realize that they're wrong because their thought process has never been questioned before. And I think that's the problem with people like AK. Whereas he, he, like he genuinely, does not know how to think beyond what he knows already. He's so uncomfortable with challenging what's in his brain right now that he just won't do it. So that's what I have to say on that. Uh, I, I, I want to say, okay, I also want to touch back on what Gabe said about my first experience of racism, because I feel like I was a little, I know that I was a little behind the curve than y'all on big, like, on the, the awakening um, because of, I was so, I was just deep in it. And it was not until, yeah, I was very deep in the bubble. I can own that. I'm so fine with that. It's whatever. But I don't think that I, I didn't get out of the bubble until Cornell. And I think when I, like my sophomore year was when I really started to like become mad introspective and look back on these things. And part of that was just taking like sociology classes and psychology classes to realize why I was so messed up. Mm-hmm. I think when I, acknowledge my, like why I have anxiety like why I'm like why I have the mental health problems that I have and what led to me being who I am today I think that's what really messed me up so I think about the fact that I people thought I was mean but my coping mechanism with implicit biases and racism was just making sure I was always taught that so no one could ever question me so like I don't know I feel like I got to this without knowing it i think i tried to reclaim that angry black woman stereotype growing up so that i people like didn't challenge me i guess today so i always like put myself in these leadership positions because i knew if i wasn't on the top then no one would listen to what i said and that's kind of why i like i don't know strive to be the best because i just knew that people weren't going to listen to me if i wasn't um i think i backed i think if i i backed my like self with 
my brain. Um, and I think that really bothered people. Um, I think when I look back on all of the times I got in trouble for making white women cry, it really bothers me. And I think it, because they were threatened that I was smarter than them. Yeah. Like, I think back at, I don't, I don't, I feel like, like Mia Mowbray, I got in trouble in, uh, I was in GRC in third grade in Ms. Price's class. It was my first year at Oak Mount, in the Oak Mountain school system. It was me, Jazzy Lampkin, who just graduated from Harvard and is phenomenal, still play words with friends with her. Um, me, Jazzy Lampkin, Marshall Hawkins, Bryson Lamon, um, and Meredith York were the only people in GRC in our class. And I remember I was put, when I first moved to Oak Mountain, I was automatically put in Miss Price 2's class. And I had to get moved uh, to Price 1's class because I was the only person in GRC in the first Price, in Price 2's class. And so I had to get moved so I wasn't like the only person leaving in the middle of the day. And I remember I, during GRC, we would like do all these activities and someone had told me or whatever that I like was saying mean things about her um, in GRC and that she didn't think it was fair that I was still, that I was able to do that. And so she went and told on me, like, and I had to go to the principal's office and no one like no one from GRC was saying that I said these things. She just like fully was just like, Liz is bullying me in this other class. She shouldn't be there. And then I like got in trouble. I think of when Bon Quiqui was a thing when we were in fourth grade and the white girl, Caitlin Bearden made me mad. And I said, I will cut you quoting Bon Quiqui as people did mm-hmm. a, a phenomenon. I say that all the time. No, and I, and so, and told on me, told on me, and I got sent to the principal's office in fourth grade, and I got suspended because I said, I will cut you, and when they asked me why I said that, I said, what was I going to cut her with, my house key? And I literally got suspended. Wow. I think of, I think of Holly Alvandia in that uh, debacle with, uh, with SGA uh, junior year. I think of Amanda Frederick. I literally think of so many white women who were threatened by me, and I got in trouble because of their threat, because of their threats. No, yeah. That's to senior year. That's actually crazy. And I, like that's absurd. And that was an economic problem because you had to ha- you had to be able to afford to take the tumbling classes to go to A's. You had to be able to afford to do that stuff to be on the Oak Mountain Cheer Squad. So when we had people who tried to try out for cheer in like ninth, tenth grade or whatever and didn't have that backing, they got they got screwed. But then when you were a, when you were but there was one black girl, it was Chris Hilton's little cousin. When she was on the cheer squad, she was there, and the girls were so mean to her. Like, they did not assimilate her into that culture, and she quit after a year. Like, it, mm. it's crazy, like, how much they just did not want us to succeed at all. And like, I'll say this real quick. I don't, I don't want to. Like, like, I just, I can't, when, when I try, when I was applying to Cornell, Ms. Wade said, you should apply to schools in Alabama. You need a backup school. And I said, no, I'm not staying here. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sorry, I'm not staying here. I remember the Oak Mountain. They didn't even the counselors at Oak Mountain didn't even know how to help me with the Common App because they didn't have a, people applying to schools that use the Common App. 
and didn't think I was worthy of doing that. They didn't even take the time to learn how to use that program to help me, and that's their job. Like, I like it's it's so bizarre. Like they literally kept us in cages because they were threatened by our potential. Man, what? Look, hold on, hand, hold on, hand, and I'll say this real quick because I don't want to cap my own podcast. I it wasn't until I got out of. Got out of high school for sure until I got out that bubble. I just want to say that real quick. I had to really start thinking back. It definitely wasn't until I got out until I realized some of the stuff that I started, like, you know, getting out of the bubble on. That's all I want to say. Go ahead. But, um, no, because, like, even so, like, when I moved to Oak Mountain, bro, because I, I didn't move to Oak Mountain until, what, like, a year after Liz. Like, but Liz was friends with Jamie. And all them, they would be like, they would come to my house or whatever. So Liz, so me and Liz are the only two black people in a black household fooling. And like, I never really realized that. And then like, I would always, I was like, why the fuck? Is, that makes no sense. But like, I never said nothing. I was like, okay, it's, I, mean, I guess it's just cool, I guess. But like, I remember in middle school, bro, like, you could even see the, not even a divide, but it was a divide. It just, it wasn't as like easily talked about between the other cheerleaders and Liz and like I felt so bad so much because like, I was like to be the only black girl in that group of girls and I because you know they were clicking they still click to this day they click with each other like half of them still talk to each other and the other half still talk to the other half like you know what I'm saying and I was like that's wild that like you actually put up with that for that long? But when I stood up for myself, I was a bitch. Like, I was aggressive. Yeah. And, like, they would point the finger and be like, Liz, why are you being so mean? Because, like, I remember, like, it was several times, like, no, matter of fact, because me and Dalton was messing around in my backyard. And remember when he cut my hand I, off? Yes, I vividly yeah. remember that. Yeah. And, and then, and, like, and, and James, and Jamie was like, no, 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 we can't go to the hospital. We can't go to the hospital. And it was like, shh. Oh, it's frozen on a funny picture. This is really funny. <laughs> 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 I'm hysterical. This is so funny. <laughs> Look. And kind of will be the whole speaking again. I wanted to go back and say something else real quick about that. It was a, yeah, that's funny. But um, a lot of people also aren't gonna do stuff for the public. Like a lot of people, you'll see they'll be donating behind the scenes. Maybe they're reaching out. Simple as that. So you're not gonna see everybody doing everything all over social media. Some people aren't just just aren't gonna do it that way, which I understand. As long as you're doing something, man. That's that's my thing. Just something. And, I, like, I think it's the coolest thing because, like, I called Dalton today and, like, Dalton been the homie for a long time. And, like, I knew he was down, but I called him. I said, you know, that's why I got J-Con in the car. I talked to J-Con last night. I called Dalton. I said, I said, hey, bro, I know this don't really affect you or whatever, but would you mind? And, like, I was like, bro, would you mind you and Abby going to a peaceful process? He's like, bro, we were going we were going today anyway. That's what's up. And I was like, that that's such a special feeling to see like your friends that you notice don't necessarily affect and it hasn't really affected personally, understand that this is still injustice and, and wrong. And, and like, but the one thing that does get me is like, and there, there, was, there were other people that have hit my phone and was like, when did you become such a social justice warrior? When did you become such a, uh, a person that wants to uh, 
fight the power, so to speak. As I grew up, and like realized the world I was in, like, you know, boom. not even, not even, like, bro, because like, once you leave high school, people forget. Like, if if you like, I ain't even tell nobody this. So Shore University sits on George Wallace Drive. Me and my homeboy put in a petition to replace George Wallace Drive with John Lewis Drive because we understood the injustice of. Why would you want the most one of the most inclusive? Man, I went to that town hall, bro. They were talking straight trash, bro. Built by slaves. The entire thing was built by slaves. Look it up. Everything, man. Every man, get out of here. Everything in this country built off the black backs of black folks. That's but another like the story. Buildings themselves at the University of Alabama were like literally built by slaves. Uh, the White I House was literally built that. by slaves. <laughs> so like, every, like the most powerful house and place in the world. Was built by the hands of black folks. Burn it down, man. And I'll say this: Look, I hate to kind of like wrap up or end this 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 combo just because I know we could do this for for two three hours easily. But I want to keep it to a length to where you know people got short attention spans. I want people to actually listen to this all the way through. So before I get out of here, I want to say if anybody has like any kind of last points they want to say, anything they want to get out before we close this up. I would just like to say that I'm very glad that we are no longer seen as, well, that we don't see ourselves as commodities anymore and that people are starting to no longer commodify us. Um, um, that makes me happy. Tell them, yeah. I'm glad that Thanks for having me on here, Gabe. I appreciate it. No, yeah. for sure, man. I'm glad we did this. Uh, I do want to say, and I want to speak for everybody in here, but... Anybody who may hear this, whatever, feel free to reach out, at least to me. I know we've all, we've been in communication a lot last week. I'm ready. You feel me? We've all been getting hit up. We've all been getting reached out to. Don't feel afraid. Ask a question. Whatever. So. Don't call me unless you do research first in our. True, true. Matter of fact, and this also for me, don't call me in general. You can text me. You can ask everybody in this little chat right here. I might not always be the easiest to reach on a call. You can text me. I'll get back to you. <laughs> Don't call me. <laughs> Don't call me. You can text me. I'll get back to you. That's the person I'm calling for gun at my head. I just don't have it, man. I said he gonna be the person. I'm saying that don't when I if I don't have nobody. Else, <laughs> ask to be. I won't own up to. It. I'm not even gonna lie about it. But uh, yeah, we all. <laughs> Especially if I don't have your number. If I don't have your number, I'm not gonna answer the phone. Don't, we didn't save my number for like a year ago. <laughs> but I remember. I remembered it, which makes it more impressive. Honestly, like I knew your number by heart. No, it's not. No, it's not. Ham, shut up. I shut up, Ham. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But for real, uh, I love all y'all. I'm glad we did this, man. I appreciate y'all coming on. And, uh, yes, sir, I'll talk to y'all later. Much love. All right, everybody. Have a good day. Bye, Yes, have a good one.